Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chella Time, where four friends talk about their thoughts with the drink in hand. My name is Cesar. <laughs> My name is Diego. Hey everyone, I'm Joel. <laughs> and I'm Peter. Hey, how, how you guys been? It's been a minute. It's been a long yeah, minute, dude. It, it has. School yeah. started, so I've been over here in my fucking cave. Yeah, Just same here, man. Hitting, <laughs> fucking writing hieroglyphs on the wall. Hieroglyphics. Numbers, <laughs> Mason, what do they mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Hey, Cold of War is coming up, too. So that's perfect Cold timing. War. What's that? What was that? Cold, Cold at War. Cold at War, yeah. Cold at War. Listen, it's just another Call of Duty game, man. The name doesn't really matter. It's Cold just Black War Ops again, right? Yeah, it does. Black Ops 2020. Oh, Call of Duty. It, it fucking matters. I got to uh, whether you're playing fucking Final Fury or the big red one. Or fucking Modern Warfare, dude. I got. I gotta know. Final Fury. That's a. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Holy shit. The <laughs> old ass game. Dude, you fucking Is triggered me. Yeah. No, I think. Well, no, I'm thinking of uh, Finest Hour. That ah, was my first Finest Call Hour, of Duty yes. game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That was my first that's, game. That's also what I was attempting to say, but I don't know why I said Final Fury. But dude, that shit was intense on the PS2. Well, yes, yeah, on the PS2. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I'm think it might have been. That was a very good game. I'm jealous that you guys got to experience early Call of Duty because I didn't get into Call of Duty till like BO2 and BO1. Oh, you you missed out. I, I thought I hit it at the prime time. To be honest, everybody well, knows BO2. You did. I, I would say you did. Call of Duty was peak. Nah, shut up. <laughs> I started. Uh, <laughs> dude, get, get fuck your opinion. Here. He said, "Fuck your opinion." Close your browser, dude. Fuck. Yeah. Did you see that X on the corner, Caesar? <laughs> Get out the chat, boy. <laughs> yeah, no, Pedro. The first, the first Call of Duty that I, I guess, really got into, where I started playing multiplayer, was was definitely Black Ops One. I di- I didn't know that I was playing Call of Duty when I was playing Finest Hour or the Big Red One. It was I was just over with my with my friend. We we're just playing that, and it wasn't like much later where I see the Call of Duty name get so popular. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I play that. I'm cool when I was a little kid. <laughs> Yeah, Peter, yeah. it's funny because uh, you say you feel like you missed out, but the original Call of Duty games are completely they, different games yeah. compared they, to what they, they are now. are not what they are today or even what they were 10 years ago. Yeah, they're so different. It was And like they're really good, actually. Like If you play through the stories, mm-hmm. they're, oh, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Too. Yeah, and it's just like actual war stories that that keep you like engaged and shit and obviously yeah, it almost now, reminds me of like the way that ea does it with battlefield they have like war stories instead exactly. of like just general campaign and it's like it almost immerses you in, in such a way that you almost feel like you're the fucking prisoner dude exactly and it's funny because they basically took over that formula after call of duty went like balls to the wall like you know pure multiple <laughs> just arcade shooter just fucking yeah. running out on walls and but Honestly, they do it they do it like they're one of the best oh yeah yeah i, I the only reason i say that is just because i i played world war two a uh, world war two's campaign and i fell in love with that story so much i hate it's, the multiplayer awesome. i hate the multiplayer really but yeah that campaign is amazing so i just yeah, want to you know, play more games I think like it was that the first game that i did on fully veteran because it is like I really like this game. I played it on like recruit or no, not recruit, what's regular on the first <laughs> time around, and I was like, "Yo, this is a game that needs to be played on veteran." 
and that one was sick. I really liked like the the whole spying one shit where you had to like crawl around the Nazis and stuff. That was fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. And but the multiplayer is... sucks ass. Multiplayer <laughs> <laughs> is ass, dude. Well, what would you guys say is your favorite Call of Duty game in like just in its overall package? You know, just a multiplayer right. campaign and the the additional uh, DLC. Mm-hmm. COD Four, for sure. I don't know, maybe because it gives me that nostalgic vibe, and it was also the first Call of Duty I played, <clears throat> but definitely COD 4. For me, yeah. it was, it's definitely BO2. I love all the zombie maps. I was a zombie player at first anyway, um, and I feel like, like I said, it has the best zombie maps, but that multiplayer was insane too. Yeah. I I didn't play uh, any of the Modern Warfare games until after I played the first Black Ops game, and so it's like everybody is like, oh, Modern Warfare is the best series. And I've kind of grown to accept that just because that's like the, the general like consensus. But realistically, uh, the one that like I can always go back to and I know I will enjoy is Black Ops 2. It's like Black Ops 1 was the, the first Call of Duty I played, but Black Ops 2 was just so good in, in campaign, in multiplayer. Multiplayer is fun, dude. And even the zombies was really fun. So it's like I, I, that's, that's the Call of Duty for me. Exactly and exactly, and I feel like it perfected everything that Black Ops One was supposed to be. Which even yeah. then, Black Ops One was still really, really amazing. Black mm-hmm. Ops Two was even more amazing. I feel. Yeah, it, it refined it. It refined it. That's a hard. What, that's a hard. Diego, what's yours? What's your favorite one? I, I. Diego's like Halo. Uh, I I would have to say Black <laughs> Ops. I was gonna say I was like Halo beats everything, but I think it has to, it it have to be the first Black Ops. Because I prefer that story over Black Ops 2. But if we're talking yeah. solely multiplayer, it has to be BO2, like by far. You know what? I go back on my answer because Z- Zombies in Black Ops 1 is so much better than fucking Zombies in Black Ops 2. That too. And yeah. Campaign is so much better in Black Ops 1 than it is in Black Ops 2. And I feel like the reason we like Black Ops 2's multiplayer a little bit more is because I feel like that was the start of the modern Call of Duty that we know, like that's super fast paced. Because when you go back to Black Ops 1, it's it's a lot slower paced than what it is today. Yeah. But based off of that, Black Ops 1 is the way to go. I also, missed the Dolphin Dive. Dolphin Black Dive Ops is 2, amazing, dude. That's what started like the futuristic stuff too. Yeah. Because after that yeah. is when it kind of went off the rails a little bit. Yeah, fuck yeah, BO3. With, with fucking Call of Duty Ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Since we're on the topic of video games... What is your guys' all-time favorite video game? It doesn't have to be a first-person shooter or anything. Just your favorite game. So or the most um, nostalgic game for you. Most nostalgic? We're talking most nostalgic. I always played Super Mario 64. Um, and I still play it to this day. I have my 64 hooked up. And every now and then I'll hop on it. Luckily, it's coming to the Switch now, so I don't. I can just set aside my 64 just for display. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, if we're talking most nostalgic and arguably one of my favorites, definitely Super Mario 64. If we're talking all-time favorite, I'm going to tell you it's going to be Pokemon Soul Silver. Oh, yeah, dude. That's where it's at. I've Anyone who knows me, they know I'm a Pokemon fan, and I will tell you that is the best Pokemon game you'll play. Um, of course, some people will argue it's black and white, too. But for me, Soul Silver had the better... Had It also gave me the nostalgic... It gave me nostalgia on top of nostalgia. Just because it was based off of games that were made. Yo, way dog, back I heard then. you like nostalgia. So I got you for nostalgia. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, 
and, and it included all of my favorite Pokemon as well, like all the newer Pokemon that came into play with Gen three and Gen four. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you the best game ever is Soul Silver. Nice. I feel like for me the most nostalgic game ever. I think when I fairly like the first real introduction into gaming like you know i played it casually because i had a nintendo 64 but to be fair i was like i was three four at the time and i had it up until i was eight i didn't have a gamecube i had the ps2 the ps2 i i I was just playing those call of duty games but you know just to pass the hour actually my favorite if i have to say ps2 game would be fucking uh uh, smackdown versus raw 2008 that was yes sir boy all-time favorite on playstation 2 but uh I think I think I got deeper into it when I got my DS, and especially when I started getting the Game Boy Pokemon games, because uh, in in the Sinnoh games you were a- you were able to transfer those Pokemon from them, and this, it was super hard to get mm-hmm. the starters uh, from other from other uh, regions in the Sinnoh in the Sinnoh games. So for me, the most nostalgic because I, like that's the one where I had maxed everything out. I felt so good was a uh, Platinum that. I had I had diamond, I had pearl, but platinum was where it was at. It's like it was it was the game just s- refined and on steroids. Pokemon like Pine now, dude, amazing. I'll, I have the fucking soundtrack on my in my playlist. Like I'll, I just bump to to like the Elite Four music. It's like that's my favorite Pokemon music. Dude, I agree. I agree. Pokemon, like all of the the Sinnoh region Pokemon games. Had some banging, banging music, dude. Especially yeah, dude, Cynthia's the, theme. Cynthia's, Cynthia's theme, theme yes. God damn, dude. I remember because the first time I beat it, I was, I was ten, and I was, I, I had traveled with my grandma over to California, and uh, I was in my in, it was my aunt's house, but realistically, it's it's uh my grandma's sister. So practically, I was with my grandma still, and it was so boring, and I had forgotten my charger, dude. And so I remember I was with Cynthia and I was fighting her. This is my first time facing her. And my DS starts flashing red. It's just blinking, blinking. So it's like when it starts blinking, you literally only have five minutes. And it doesn't take five minutes to beat Cynthia. I managed to beat her, save the game, and it turned off. <laughs> so I had to go through it and beat it again. But like that imagery of, of having to beat it is like fucking just engraved in my head. I agree. I agree. Everyone... Uh, the whole Pokemon community, um, the whole meme is that Cynthia is like the go, like she's the hardest um, final boss ever in Pokemon. I would argue that uh, if anyone's ever played like Pokemon Emerald or the third gen, that final boss is pretty tricky for for me at least. Um, I, I swept through Cynthia. I like I, I honestly don't know how people like complained about that. I should say. Yo, who's zooming over there? No, I'm kidding. The Jeff um, McCarr, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'd be the most nostalgic for me, but I think my favorite game would probably have to be Destiny 1 because I invested so many hours into it during high school. Like that was my game for like three years straight. That's probably my all time favorite game or just Destiny in general. Yeah. Going off of Destiny, I think <clears throat> for sure my favorite overall, I have to say Halo 2. Um and it's it's the whole the sole reason why I'm like the only one that is still gonna get a, a a new Xbox is for the new Halo game. I just I fell in love with that with that whole franchise and the story, and it was the first game that I actually sat down and like got invested. Um, and I I can I can literally like name all the levels. I can tell you like 
you know, where all the secret like spots are for the for the skulls in the game and shit. God, I fucking played so many, so many. Uh, I I I played that game for for so long and so much, and then just all the other Halo games. But I think another, it's a tie between Halo Two and Skyrim. I put hundreds upon hundreds of hours into Skyrim, um, especially during like high school summers. I just I got lost in that game. I lived in that game for a long time. It's so good because it's it's not only do you have a, a an actual compelling story where for one you're in like a fantasy land, so you've got dragons and and knights and magic and elves and shit. But it's like it, it's there. There's so many different spots to and caves to explore, and it's it's one of those things that I love games like that where you can just sit down for you know a full day at a time and just explore and and especially since i had so much time back then in high school when you're not really thinking about any real priorities or you know things to like work or anything because it's just do your homework or whatever and it's like i would just stay up and play skyrim that man i think that had to be my favorite overall and there's been times where I've thought to myself, like, oh, I kind of want to rebuy it on the on the Switch because they released it for Switch. Uh, I, I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago. And I'm like, do I want to do that to myself? Do I want to take a deep dive and, and put in another <laughs> another couple hundred hours? I don't know. We'll see. But I think if they, if they ever come out with the next one, um, the, the, the Elder Scrolls 6, I'll probably, that's definitely going to be, like, I'm going to hop on that so fast. I think for me, the oldest game I could remember playing was on the PS2 and it was GTA San Andreas. And it just, it was like my first game that was an open world where like you can go. I still remember you had to go to a particular spot to play with two people. Um, <laughs> I sure. thought that was stupid. Yeah, I thought that was so dope. And then it, in, today's standard, it sounds really dumb. They're like, oh, you had to go to a spot if you want a homie to play with you. Um, you know, now you just hook up a controller and now it's just, it's, you know, so seamless. But um, definitely GTA San Andreas, just to do the fact that it opened my world to like violence. <laughs> and like, it, yeah, it sounds like a bad thing. Now, everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. It got me used to the life. No, but um, I think it was just pretty cool uh, opening that side of the world to me because at the time that I found the game, I thought the world was like all oh, peace, you know, and it's sad, but it, that world eventually was a reality or is a reality. And it kind of opened the doors to that, that. And, uh, I remember playing a lot of, uh, Tekken, which is with this fighting game. Yes, sir. Dude. Oh, yeah. Tekken, Tekken on the PS2. Um, I remember when they came out with the PS3 versions and they, I, I stopped playing when they included Star Wars characters. I like. I remember they came up with the Dark Vader edition, the Yoda edition. Oh, you're like, you're, you're thinking of uh, the PSP caliber? No, no, no. You're thinking. So, of- oh, I'm sorry. It's not Tekken Soul Calibur. That's the game I used to play. My bad. It's even not better. Tekken. I love Bro, Soul Calibur. You got me hyped as hell, dude. No, nah, Soul Calibur. Nah, Soul, Soul Calibur's better. Soul yeah, Calibre. bro. Yeah, Soul Calibur. That's when I stopped playing it. I played the shit out of Tekken because. Growing up here at the current apartments that I still live at, uh, the the kid next door is the the one he was like spoiled as shit. He got all the games, all the all the consoles. Like, he, um, I remember he got he got Guitar Hero and Garage Band for Christmas one day. So it was it was like 
Uh, remember how they had those big ass boxes with the entire set with the drum set <laughs> yeah, and everything? Yeah. This guy, oh this kid God. had it all, dude. And so I would, I would spend more time at his house than I would at mine because I would just be playing all the games this kid had, and it was just. I guess now looking at it, I use them, <laughs> but as a kid, you kind of don't even realize that you just want to have fun. But there's always there's always that one friend, isn't there? Like yeah. For for me, it, it was my cousin. My cousin was exactly that person that was spoiled and got all of the new consoles, all the new games. And it was like, hey, can we go to my cousin's house? Or hey, can you drop me off? You know, because yeah. I think at the time they lived around the corner. So it's like, you're, you're right. Like, it, it is kind of like you're using them, but you're not. Like, you're there to spend time with them and play because you know yeah. they have all the all the new games. Especially if it's like, a, like almost like a two-player game or a multiplayer game where you can all play together then that's that's where i can justify it um for me where i fucked up all the time was my cousins would get the newest systems and i would get i would want whatever they got the christmas beforehand because like for example one of my cousins he would get like the wii and of course he would let me you know try out the wii i fell in love with the wii next christmas hey mom i want the wii and then they'll get like uh like for example like they'll get like a a ps3 and I'm like, don't let me try the PS3. And it's like, oh, damn, I should probably get a PS3 sometime, huh? <laughs> and I, I, I was always one step behind. But we were all, at least, like, I, I'm always thankful that they introduced me to so many of these games. Because now, like, they're all the game systems and all the games that I love. So yeah, I, dude, I, I can I, justify doing that kind of stuff. I remember me getting the PS3 because there was this childhood friend of mine. Uh, he, he still is here in the apartments. Uh, but I... After school, I would always just go to my house, drop off my backpack, and I I remember I had a PS3 control, but I didn't have a PS3 because um, I don't know where I even got the PS3, but he didn't have two controllers, so I had to buy one so that we would play together. And I would go oh. to his house. I would go to his house with my controller, and, dude, we'd be playing up until, like, 9 p.m., quickscoping on Call of Duty, just LAN party, just me and him the entire time. It was it was so fun. That's a life right there. Yeah, this is the time before internet. I gotta say, because like, uh, obviously the internet existed, but uh, me being the oldest and had not been exposed to the internet prior to that, it's like there was no need for the internet until I went to that to my friend's house who did have it, and I'm like, "Yo, mom, we need internet. We need a, I need to play quick scopes on in Modern Warfare Two, please." Or you did have internet, and you just had a modem, and uh, the other side of the modem was hooked up to a computer. And there was no yeah. Wi-Fi router. Yeah. And then there was, I remember the, I remember the first time hour. I got a router. I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck is this?" So amazing, bro! I was like, finding no, dude, out. I, that I remember when I got internet. It was uh, there was this one game on on the computer. It's called uh, "Launch the Turtle." I fucking play that nonstop. It, it was just you upgrading a little cannon and you shoot a turtle, and so <laughs> you have, yeah, so. It's it's not as graphic as it seems. It's it's, very, it's just the animated little uh, game. But you fucking launch this turtle, get points the further you launch them, and that was it. You just launch them, break your own record. I would spend hours upon hours just fucking launching this poor turtle, shooting him with the sniper to could go further. But I, I think I, I know I the game that you're talking about, Joel. Yeah, uh, I'll show it to you guys in a bit. Um, but I remember when I got internet. It was one megabit down. So when I had to download like DLC for Call of Duty, Caesar, do you remember when we would leave our our PS3s like running while we were oh at my school, God. school downloading? Yeah, man. 
Yeah, and especially because they wouldn't download in the background or anything back in the day. And this it's was so PS3. funny to hear. Yeah. And dude, these PS3s would would fucking sound like jet turbines, dude. Yeah. Today my brothers are like, dude, it's not downloading fast enough. It's gonna take two hours. And I'm like, bitch, I had to wait three days to play a fucking game. Oh my god. I remember when we fucking installed first strike for Black Ops One. That yeah, was a whole remember? struggle, bro. Dude. Yeah. Damn, that's it's so funny. Just like and it's even then like even then we didn't think much of it. It was like, you know, <laughs> This is what this is what internet is. This is, but it was so cool. I don't know, so, man. It started Monday. I should be ready to play Thursday. It's so mm-hmm. funny. It's so funny. Like like all this talk about days worth of waiting for downloads when we're on the cusp of a new generation with like the the new PS Five and well, it's going to be streaming the game. Yeah, you're going to be able to to like close one window and immediately open up in the middle of a new game in like seconds and download them in seconds because they're using SSDs. It's fucking crazy. This yeah, is going to be hyped, dude. Time. Are, are you guys going like to get... men over here talking. Yeah, it's, it makes you feel old, doesn't it? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we, like, when you look at gaming as a whole and the generation that we're in and, like, the games that we played, I think it, it definitely... I, I think we are old men in, ter- in terms of that, right? Maybe not compared to the people that played Pong when they were kids, when that came out, you know, what, in the 70s, like 80s? Um, and all those games and shit. But I think for 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 the consoles that we had and we played, yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely old men when it comes to that. Yeah, man, we're old men in hospital beds saying, I remember in my day. <laughs> all you, you whippersnappers with your SSDs. Beds. Yeah, having an SSD in a console, that's just crazy to like even think of now. Back in the day, it was just like all hard drive. And, and it's funny because there's older people that look at us and they look at us like we're like the new people. But and now I know how exactly how they feel because I'm you know, just like, that's so crazy, man. When we, when we would say that floppy disks are outdated. Oh, my God, dude. Sheldon would just look at us like you got you kids have it. You don't know how good you have it. It's it's funny you mentioned like hard drives and consoles. I feel like even before full on hard drives, it was just like their own. Each company had their own proprietary bullshit like memory card. You know, like I remember having the like two different memory cards that were like thirty two megabytes for the for the PS two. Yeah, I remember oh the yeah, cartridges Dude, that you had what? to put on the sixty four. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I have one of them. I have one of them, Joel. They're, they're fucking, fucking huge. massive, dude. They're like a whole, when you put it on, like the console just doubles in weight, dude. It's so it's it's absurd, and it's only like two megabytes. It really <laughs> is the majority of the weight of it, dude. Oh my goodness! The how 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 the times have changed. Good lord! Now we're over here bitching about one terabyte. I know, I know. Which, <laughs> which is literally a million times bigger than uh, a megabyte. So you, like, you say uh, that, and I'm over here like my one terabyte hard drive. Um, that I bought for my PlayStation 4 is like almost up. And I'm like, God damn. I remember when one terabyte was like the biggest. I remember when 500 gigabytes was a, the biggest, you know, top of the line. Now it's like getting to like two terabytes or nothing, bro. Two terabytes, you're wanting to have fun, dog. Yeah, soon we're going to need. We're going to need. We're gonna Warzone's going like, to take it all up. We're going to have like p- p- petabytes and shit. It's, the it's getting there, man. It's On getting the, there. Uh, I'm not sure if the PlayStation 3 generation um, had this type of thing 
Like I like I know they had hard drives, but I remember because I I'm, I'm 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 an Xbox kid mostly, and I had the 360, and I remember it only launched with like a four gigabyte model. I think is what it was. Um, the 360 launched with the four. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to think. I yeah, thought it I was Console Wars, where it was Xbox One v PS4, wasn't it? No, no, no. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm saying like the just in terms He's of talking about 360. Yeah, there is. Yeah, the, the shipped ship the Connect. <clears throat> yeah, the, the 360 one, Connect. That's the one that four I had. Gigabytes. And it it launched. Yeah, it launched with the four gigabyte hard drive because if you got the Connect, that was like whatever. That of, of course games. Games weren't super massive, but I remember finding a three hundred twenty by uh, a three hundred twenty gigabyte hard drive, and that was like a gold mine. And today, that's like that's like what Modern Warfare, like in yeah. one package, and it's just like, it's because the problem arised and not in the in like the, the storage itself, but actually uh, using CDs. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, now they they only serve as keys because it's it's physically impossible to load today's games on a single disc. Uh, I think uh, an average Blu-ray could only can't store more than a hundred gigs, and Warzone in itself is like one hundred fifty. So, and also reading off of a CD is much much slower than reading off of a uh, of a hard drive. SSD. So, yeah, so they started proposing. You know what? Let's just download the game onto a hard drive. Before in the in the PS3 and the 360 days, games were only like two, three, or twenty gigs in size, not very big, and they were able to be read off directly off of the discs. So all you mm-hmm. had to download was DLC. But today, now it's that's impossible. You're not going to be reading two hundred gigs from a, a fucking Blu-ray disc. It's impossible. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's insane. Now it's, it's like, like, hey, you got to big hard drive how fast is the internet mm-hmm. it's 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 the same thing like it makes me think of um music cds uh compared to vinyl and cassette you know and then how on vinyl it's like even though it's made a grand resurgence within the past like five years and vinyl has actually been outselling a lot just i think mainly for that uh nostalgia factor and the fact that, you know, you can buy like a little vinyl player for like 35, 40 bucks on Amazon now. But it, it's it's interesting how when bands now put out music, it's like you'll see a digital, you know, if it's not up on Spotify, you can buy the CD and like download it straight to your device. They have the CD and then they have like the vinyl, but it's always like three or four vinyls if it's a super long album and it makes me laugh and it it's like... People are willing to spend, and and they're they're still expensive, so it's like people are still willing to spend like forty, fifty bucks for like three vinyls to play them on this, for all intents and purposes, kind of shitty like mediocre vinyl player, uh, just to have that, and it's like that's fucking crazy when when yeah. you can just download it straight to your phone and and in high quality and play it on your computer with these high ass speakers, but people just love that factor of like oh no, but it's this this old technology that's that's cool you know yeah i always laugh when people still think that like people that have ps4s and xbox ones that they assume that the just because they have the physical copy of the disc of a game they assume that they own or they have a copy of the game i'm like no 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 you have a digital license of a game it's just stored on a cd 
Yeah, you 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 don't own anything anymore. They like I like I mentioned, I just looked up the the total capacity of a Blu-ray disc and they go up to 50 gigs. Tell me what fucking game you know today that's 50 gigs. Almost only Fall Guys. <laughs> so it's like if if <laughs> to really own the game, it has to fit on the on the CD. And they the matter of fact is just that they don't anymore. So now it's just a key. You put it in there and your computer says, ah, okay, you own a license here, download it. But that's it. You still got to download it. The the, yep. the CD by itself doesn't have any value. Yeah, it's a crazy. God, it's so weird to think about now. It's bizarre. Yeah. I, so, I Pedro. Just, what's up? Oh, my bad. Go, go ahead. No, I was, I was what you were going to say. I was just going to say that I, by all means, all this, you know, the, the evolution of technology is, is amazing to see. And I, I love reading about it and trying to understand how it's happening. But I hate that we that we just went from, hey, you know, it was easy just to, you know, play a PS2 with somebody like right next to you. Now we can't even split screen Modern Warfare. We can't split screen half the games we're playing. And I think that like we I, I miss that a lot. You know what I mean? Because I used to go to my cousin's house all the time to play BO2 zombies and we'll just we'll make it like around you know 30 or 20 um but now like it's kind of like we both have to like you know chill out home you know do it over the internet and pray that our connection doesn't lose you know what i mean yeah Yeah. man we're getting to the point where like it's not even oh do you have a what console do you have it's what service do you have like like google stadia there's a whole bunch of services now where you don't need a physical console you just need a client that connects to whatever service and they run they stream you the game over the internet. So I'm telling like, you, everything's going to become a service nowadays, dude. Yeah, it's like it's, cars, that's what it's Uber exists. We're going to get to the point where it's literally it's impractical for any person to own a vehicle. It makes more sense for a company to own it so that they could give a car more use. For example, if if electric vehicles really take off and they, be, and they start becoming autonomous, there's no point for you to own an autonomous vehicle. You're going to be renting uh, or you just you're just gonna be paying for trips like Ubers. Everything's gonna become a service, dude. Joel yeah, telling everyone I to think, lease a Tesla. I think everything yeah. essentially is already a service. Like you look yeah. at um, you look at like how Caesar just mentioned Google Stadia, and even though it failed for all, I mean, I think if you look at the grand scheme of of their of their business model, they continue to promote it. Yeah. I will <laughs> say they, they lost so much money on it. They can't fucking not, you know? Um, but I think a, a product like uh, Xbox X cloud does it a whole lot better because, you know, going off of this whole, you know, conversation about gaming X cloud was originally like a trial thing where, Hey, you sign up for it. And you get you can download an app and play it on. I think it was only on uh, Android devices for for like a few months. And now, just recently, with the announcement of like the newest Xbox consoles, they turned it into Xbox Game Pass, and you pay a subscription, and it's it's basically like a, a, a streaming service. But you get hundreds upon hundreds of games, some that are brand new, and you get them at launch. It's it's like now obviously you have to keep paying for the service in order to keep the games um, or you can just buy them outright altogether so that you own a copy right but at the end of the day it's like you just have to pay like $15 a month you know add it to your your already long list of uh, 
subscriptions, like on top of Netflix, on top of Hulu, on top of all this other shit, and you get hundreds of games at the palm, in the palm of your hand, literally, if you have a phone. Um, I, there's this whole thing with like, if you have uh, an iPhone that like, you know, Apple's being kind of stupid with the licenses and properties in the stores that they allow for the games. But if, if, if you own an Android phone, um, if you have a computer, and obviously if you have the console, you get hundreds of games all at your disposal whenever the hell you want. And, and we're just going to see more of that. PlayStation hasn't necessarily jumped on that bandwagon yet, but they will. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Switch did that too. Um, I thought that was PS Now. Yeah, PlayStation has PS Now. PS Now actually now. existed before. Uh, yes, Xboxes. thank you. It's not they don't push it as much though. They haven't really done anything with it. Oh no, yeah, I'll give them that. Uh, Xbox, Xbox has, been really I'll give you been, that. has been pushing it, but uh, I think the literally the one of the first subscription uh, based uh, services for games was PS Now. Oh. Yeah, it was PS Now. But the only the only thing that streaming PS now sorry, Pedro. is that. It requires a PS4 or the the revolutionary thing uh, about the Xbox service is that you don't need an Xbox in order to 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 buy it. You could play off like you said, you could play off of your phone. You could play off of your computer. It doesn't matter. So it's like they they almost stripped away Xbox being a physical thing and Xbox being a service. It's no longer a box. Exactly. Xbox it's, is now a, it's a service. Games as a service, yeah. That's there, there's been a lot of talk around that, and essentially, I was uh, I had saw I saw a headline for an article today, uh, an article I said that weird, um, that was like the Xbox One S is essentially just a Game Pass machine, and it's like in it, it, in a lot of ways that's the 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 ugly truth, right? You know, as much as I know I'm going to get one because. I want to play it on the, on my TV and I want the, you know, I want the experience of the console. I want the controller in my hand. I want to, you know, plug it in. That's essentially all it is. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't see why I wouldn't subscribe to game pass if I'm going to get all those games and I can just play them whenever I want, especially if I can get them on my phone now. Um, so, it, but it's one of those things where it's like, I could just get game pass on my phone and then stream my phone to my TV, but it's like, and while I'm sure a lot of people are going to do that, most people aren't, uh, most people are still going to want that console, but that's, it's just weird how they're, they've managed to change their plan structurally from saying, Hey, you know what? You know, Xbox one really lost to, to PlayStation four this last generation. I mean, horribly. And so I think, Take they, that, bitch. They know that. Um, we have to get ready, though. They know that, and they're like, let's do something different. Let's not worry about, hey, you know, buy our box. Let's say, hey, come to our service. Let's get more people on our service where you're paying. You know, you don't even have to pay for the console if you don't want. You can just have a, if you already have a phone or a computer, you just install it and boom, you pay a monthly fee and there you go. It's Yeah, it's they're, they're a bit more experienced this time around now. They know that they have to get a good chunk of people to purchase like the holiday season, whoever wins the holiday season in console war pretty much wins the war for the next three years. So <clears throat> they're already doing it. With was, the, 
they're doing it with a price, which they've already announced, $300, which is the current price of a brand new PS4. And I think the PS5 is like supposed to be, the leaks have said 500 to 600 bucks. They already had the that. They're on the, the leaks, the leaks, the leaks. Yeah. The leaks are like suggesting that it's going to be a 500 a $6 console. $6? But, um, I think the smartest thing uh, PlayStation should do is uh, the digital version, they should drop it at $400 because if you start getting to that point, it's like um, almost what's what's $100 when you have two vastly different uh, consoles because jumping from the, the Series S to the Series X, that's a $200 price margin. That's almost at that price. It's like, you know what? I'll take the 1440p, 60 frames, it's smaller, it's digital, who cares? But if Sony could pitch in and reduce that $200 to $100 for a system that's better in every way in terms of hardware, would would be a perfect way to, one, convince people to not get the Series S, and that would undercut their most powerful system, which would is already confirmed to be at 500 bucks. It's interesting that you still look at it that way, though, that you would still look at it as like, oh, no, don't go there. Buy ours instead. I look at it as like, hey, let's like, why not both? You know, <laughs> no, that doesn't exist. Why would they not release a single console then, Diego? Right, because there's people that don't have enough money. What do you mean? Why they? Why wouldn't they? Because people aren't don't have enough money to pay for the higher end co- console. When you look at the higher end console, that's not to say that they're trying to compete with PlayStation. I think I think we have it all wrong. People have it all wrong nowadays. People, you know, and it sounds like you kind of have this mindset too, where it's like people still think that there's a war going on, and I, I think that's done. You know, it's it's like you either get what you want for the exclusives that's fine because i mean i i will admit playstation hence why i have the playstation is because of their uh, exclusive games but the reason that there's the higher end model is for hardcore gamers that really want that console and really want the performance from that console as well as the performance playstation 5 which i don't know that they'll um get like a lower end model in there i i haven't seen any rumors about that and then with the 1S being the much cheaper model, that's for people like, you know, say when we were kids and we couldn't get the latest and greatest, parents are going to look at that and be like, ah, that's pretty cheap. I'll get that for my kid because they can't afford the higher end one, which is for more like elite, quote, quote unquote, right? Elite gamers. <clears throat> I, I don't well, here's think, my I, rebuttal. I don't think it's a matter of like, hey, no, like don't buy this. I think we shouldn't think like that. That's That's not a good way that's not a good mindset to have it's instead it, we, it should be hey let's try to get you know um every console in every home so that more people can experience more games the manufacturers yeah, right, so, set the war that there's yeah, a reason right, like, why we can't cross play here's my rebuttal the fact the fact that we have great games that we have great consoles is because of competition where there is unity there is no competition to say that sony and Microsoft, hey, let's be buddies. Let's share the same uh, games. We'll just be separate services. Makes absolutely zero sense. You gotta, you gotta uh, place embargoes on different developers to incentivize people to come over to you. There's always going to be a war in the sense that if there doesn't exist a war, then there's there's going to be no competition, and then there's going to be no innovation by Microsoft or by Sony. They're always on that constant. 
I need to beat Microsoft in order to deliver a better product to the customer, to convince the customer to leave Microsoft because we offer a better service. Without that war mentality, that won't exist. Because then there's going to be no need to for Microsoft to be better than Sony. If they don't want to be better than Sony, then that's bad for the customer because they're not going to offer you anything different. I get yeah. it. The whole unity thing sounds nice and pretty, but at the end of the day, that doesn't do anybody justice. Uh, so take Android take Android into comparison. Intel the, and AMD is the biggest example. There's, been, for what there's been no competition in the Android market for a very long time. And then came Google. And then came OnePlus. Because so, uh, sorry, uh, Samsung's been at the top of the market for a very long time. If you look at their S7s, their S8s and S9s, and even to now, they're not um, they're not good in, in the sense that for the average customer, it, there's, there's literally no reason to shell out $1,000 when you can get something for $500 that does 90% of that. And that comes from competition. So, so if everything looking, was like... You're, uh, looking at, you're looking at the competition based on the hardware. I'm talking about what they, what they have to offer you. When I think of the two different companies, I, I think of it as like, okay, I'm going to get both for totally different reasons, right? And I think that's what's happening here. It's not like before where, yes, it was more about, hey, this one's more powerful than the other, blah, 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 which if you really want to argue that, yeah, you can go and, and look real deep into the specs of the new of the new consoles this generation. But on paper, to the average consumer, they're really close. Like they're pretty damn close oh, yeah. in terms of like power. Like they're, yeah, they're that's super the high-end PCs. But that hold on. But the thing is, is with Xbox, they're offering a different type of service with uh, Xbox Game Pass. And that's what they have over PlayStation. Now, what PlayStation has over Xbox is that they offer a hell of a lot more uh, exclusive games because they partner with different companies. Now, there's your competition. I think it's less about the hardware and more about the services and games that they offer. Oh, yeah. The the, the competition due to hardware, it if you just look at Moore's Law, everything was supposed to double every year. That That, that hasn't been the case. If you look at... If you look at PC components, with the exception of the new NVIDIA graphics cards, everything has been iterative. Uh, hardware is no longer in a reason as to why you should get a product, uh, in, in, especially with electronics. Uh, case in point, look at the Pixel phones. Pixel, they have an outstanding service on, on, on the, what is it, the, the 4A, on the Pixel 4A, for a $300 to $400 phone. And people are buying this because the services in the phone, not the hardware, is better than the services in a phone that's priced at $1,000. See, that's that comes from the traditional mentality that it's the physical things that compete. Where I give uh, credit to Microsoft is that they didn't succumb to the traditional war where it's like, All right, my mind, mine's more powerful. This is more powerful. Because... I mean, I'm. I <laughs> prefer. Yeah, I prefer uh, PlayStation because that's what I've been uh, using since I was a little kid. But the Xbox is, in almost every aspect, superior to the PS uh, Five. But 
even then, Microsoft said, hey, we need to take the war elsewhere into services, into games. And which is why they innovated in the battlefield. We're like, okay, we're not going to compete solely based on hardware. So we're going to compete in the games aspect where they started bringing services. And that's where they catch Sony lacking. And that's because there's competition. There's a war. They always have to think out of the box. Let's see, what's Microsoft not doing? What's Sony not doing? And how can we do it to the benefit of customers? And that's due to the war. The war has no longer been physical. The war for a few years now has been in services, backwards compatibility, uh, uh, what is it? Cross-platform. Those, that's not hardware-based. That's services and software-based. And so to say that the war no longer exists is not true. Because one of the reasons that Xbox uses to, hey, you should come for Xbox. Why? Because you can still play your 360 games. You can still play your Xbox <laughs> fat games here. They had them. So man. it's like the the war has taken a and new turf, that. but that's not to say bad. that the war does not exist. I will give uh, Xbox, uh, even since the the first one came out, the UI on the first Xbox was fucking legit. Like, I remember I never owned one, <clears throat> but I know the startup sequence of original of a, uh, of a original Xbox. Jesus Christ. And the 360 came out. I remember the first time I used the UI on the 360. I was like, yo, this thing is so smooth. Versus the PS3 UI. Oh, my God. It was like I was fucking booting into a fucking Linux server. Like, this shit was just, I just didn't like it. It wasn't appealing, but the 360 UI and just Xbox's UIs in general, they're always have been more user-friendly, and you could definitely tell that the people who developed, you know, Windows had some say in it because the fucking UIs, they were down, dude. There are some, I, I had to like the XMB profile for PlayStation 3. I think I, I prefer it over uh, PS4s, although PS4s, looks pretty the functionality yes. of the xmb i think is superior to what exists right now because like it was just so open you know, people hacked it dude that's why the fucking servers went down because people started <laughs> yeah. hacking these things yeah they, they uh, you bring up an interesting interesting topic that i wanted to talk about we're getting to the point where the the hardware on these new next gen consoles are getting to the point where they're getting they're almost compared to a mid-range gamer pc like whoever like Either the developers or the manufacturers, they have to. I I want them to like give us the ability to run Windows, like or Linux on them because at this point they are gaming PCs. They have right. see that's the thing. SSDs. That's the thing though is that the as soon as you get into that conversation, then there's no point in those in these two companies, Microsoft and Sony, in making consoles anymore. Because they may as well. They may, no, honestly, this is that that right there. Yeah, I know. I know. Just talking about Diego. I see where you're going with this. Is exactly because I mean, the value I'm exists. Not really, I'm not really going anywhere with it. I'm just saying exactly. I'm just saying that like the minute you start saying like, oh, just let us put Windows, let us do this. It's like, well, then just go make a PC. You know, it's like the the reason that we still have consoles is because there are companies that are like, hey, they're they're able to say, hey, I have this exclusive console make a game specifically for just this console you know and then that way they can they can sell that console with that game and if it's a good game it's going to sell a lot as opposed to well let's just you know tell people to go buy pcs and everybody has this game and you know whatever it's just 
I feel like at that point when you start getting into into oh you know let us be you know switch out parts and shit, they they may as well not make the consoles anymore. Okay, well, <clears throat> that's that's a good point. But at least have the switch available because I think on the PS3 I did see someone run Linux on it, but the way they did it was really shady. But um, I think on the Xbox, it was a bit more easier to run Windows 7 on it. <laughs> I saw yeah. someone do it. I I'm, I don't know about adding whole different OSs because at that point, it's no longer a PS3. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. So what I was rooting for was that the old XMB from the PS3 was so open source that you could put your own music on it. You could put your own games oh, on your own. I love um, that so much. Your own the videos on it. And now I want to fucking listen or watch a fucking video that I own. And you can't do it on the PS4 because they have closed the 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 system so much. It's almost like a fucking yeah. iPhone. You can't do shit with it. Yeah, I remember on the PS3, you were it had the ability to search your network and see if you had any media servers. And back in the day, I felt like who the hell would have this? But now, you, you know, you yourself have a media server. You have your, you have an actual uh, cloud storage hooked up to your your network, right? Yeah. So you I have do. your photos, you have your music, you have like possibly movies on it. That's like a real thing now. That's actually something that, to me, sounds really awesome. But you know, like you said, the PS4 didn't have that ability. I feel like it did though. It it does, but you, um, it's it's not very seamless because i've tried it you have to install a client on your phone to connect oh, to it wow. so yeah so whenever you got a stream to your ps4 you need to use your phone to do it so you don't okay. access your server through the ps4 you give permission to the ps4 through your phone or your computer oh and it just streams it off your, okay yeah essentially which is what i don't oh. like that's what i liked about the old xmb that it was just more flexible and gave the customer more control which is we're going to the back when you make things that are more convenient or to the benefit of the customer, that's what we should do. When I said the benefit of corporations, fuck that. Yeah. Is uh, well, it's, When you say XMB, is that the UI, the PS3 UI? Yeah, it's called the cross-media uh, bar. That's that's what it is when you go. Oh, okay. I was like, what is mm-hmm. it? Oh, all right, gotcha. Same question. After this discussion, so what are you guys getting? So the consoles are coming Ooh. out, you know, the holidays, 2020. coming. um i'm going full ps5 i'm just gonna stick i i am gonna say the the xbox i have been impressed with the prices that they've been coming out the designs they're pretty small the the actual thermal design of the the xbox um which is what they're calling it right they're just calling it like a fucking speaker yeah right diego that's what they're calling it now just the xbox there's no there's nothing um no so the the cheaper version the white one is the xbox series s and then the the main high spec one is the Xbox Series X. X for extreme. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, but the th- I am impressed with the thermal design and the actual uh, price. So, but the PS5, I'm sticking with my fucking Wi-Fi looking ass thing. Oh yeah. I think I mean to talk about like how they actually look like when they're actually sitting on like a stand or anything like you said it looks like a speaker. I don't mind that at all. I actually like that you know they're easier to blend in because if you look at like a PS2 or like a 64 for example, and of course this is just going like way back, they're kind of eyesores. I'm not gonna lie, but you remember them. But I remember them, and they yeah, bring good memories, so that's why I don't mind looking at them. But let's say you just walk into a house and say, and you didn't know what a 64 was, you look at that thing, and you're like what the fuck is this 
I want that. Look oh, at that. Man. It's fucking cool. And then you look <laughs> at this little black box, which is like, you can't really identify. It doesn't have a personality. It's bland. I can't wait for D-Brand to come out with the, all these skins, man. Dude, exactly. Oh, dude, I saw a, a black and red one. That looks fucking mean. It's going to be fun what people do. To answer the question in terms of what am I getting, um, I'm going to do my absolute best to get uh, both PS5 and Xbox Series S. Jesus, oh, you, man. you and me, Pedro. Halo, baby. Let's go. That's uh, a lot of cash. It is a lot of cash, but the only reason I'm doing this is just because I want to support the developers. I think there's tons of games on both ends that I, that seem interesting at the end of the day. Of course, um, I'm going to use PS5 for all the big boy games, the AAA titles. Um, but when it comes to, you know, if I want to play Halo, if I want to play some other indie games that aren't available on PS5 and for whatever reason aren't available on Steam on my PC, then, you know, the Xbox is something to look at. You see, I play... As a as a kid, I played Crash Bandicoot on the PS One when there was no fucking analog sticks, and then I played the shit out of fucking uh, SmackDown versus Raw on PS Two. Played the hell out of Call of Duty on the PS Three, and now I own a PS Four. I have grown up with PlayStation and and Sony, and when it's not even the PlayStation, it's the headphones, it's uh, media players, everything. It's like it's almost like it's been. Uh, I've just been surrounded by Sony products. So uh, it's almost like, you know, how they refer to the Apple ecosystem. I'm, I'm in the Sony ecosystem. So uh, I am going PS5. That's not to say I, I won't get an Xbox, but that won't come until after. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know why, but I'm not a very like, oh my God, I like this one game. I'm going to buy a console. I, one game doesn't sell me. Um, I feel like it's the the whole services that's tailored to it. Obviously, the friends that I have on it, and that's a whole. Uh, that's obviously part of it too. But now a new factor is that yo, I'm so deep into this, it just doesn't make any sense to go and buy an Xbox. And that's where I disagree. And I think that's that's a that's such a weird mindset to have now. Where I'm a broke boy the fuck (laughs) no hold on hold on like let me finish dog my point is that why just because you've had it your whole life why not you know think to yourself like oh yeah i'd like to get that too why why confine yourself to this company just because you've been with them for so long like it's because i've enjoyed your what i've been having it's not like i've never had an issue let me finish let me finish dog relax i'm with you i'm with you but my thing oh i'm just responding homie i know but you always you interrupt a lot my thing is why not, why why not like just think uh, you know to your for for yourself and do yourself a favor and be like yeah you know what I'll I'll get an Xbox maybe not the one S right but like maybe you find like a or sorry not the Series S but you you find a one S like one from last gen and you're like fuck yeah I'll I'll, I'll buy that for like one fifty a hundred bucks on offer up and you play through those and then you can you, that way you can experience new games. Which is why I, to answer the question, uh, am going to get both. Especially when the One S launched at that lower price, I thought that's perfect because I still get my 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 Xbox uh, exclusives. I still get the Game Pass as well as um, going with the PlayStation Five. You get all of those uh, exclusive games that come on that console as well. 
You see, I can't I, wait till I see PS4, PS5s on offer up so I could take that fucking Gen 4 PCIe SSD out and use it in my fucking PC. Yeah. Diego, um, I don't like that you almost kind of painted that I don't research what I what I buy or I go did. into. It's almost like... I did. No, I did Yeah, you, you, you said it. And... You you almost painted it out like oh he's a sheep he buys uh, an iPhone every day or every year because it's an iPhone every essentially day. he buys a, a X product simply because of the company and no that's not true I've admitted that Xbox I applaud them with backwards compatibility I want to play the the old PlayStation games that I used to play on the PS3 but I don't have access to on the PS4 but that goes into the point where i tried to say that the comfort that i'm in eventually will pay off like it did with xbox they have publicly announced that the ps4 games and some ps3 games will work on the ps5 so it's getting to the point where had i ever owned an xbox game obviously i would start to weigh in the two different sides i'm like okay um for the future, Xbox seems like the better solution because they have promised to me, promised to the customers that they will cons- uh, consistently deliver backwards compatibility, which is a huge plus. And I want backwards compatibility, and I've been wanting it since the PS4, which is why, I don't know if you remember, two years ago, I actually bought an Xbox One uh, S, and it didn't go through because they it ran out of stock. But I bought it because I wanted to play those games. But then you get to start thinking, I don't play um, PlayStation because of Spider-Man or because The Last of Us. I don't really go for the exclusives. It's just that's what I play games on. Most of the, mo- Almost every game that I play is a big box AAA game that serves its purpose and works just fine on the Xbox. But because I already have it on the PS4, it doesn't make sense to rebuy a new copy rebuy a new subscription that's $60 every year, rebuy a new console, earn my trophies again on another system. It do- that doesn't make any sense to have uh, to divide my labor into d- two different places, which is why I'm going to the point. I've had it for so long. You see my gamer score and I'm like, yo, I'm ranked 12 in my trophy system. It's like, it doesn't, to me, it just doesn't make any sense to start from scratch at, in a whole different place that does the same thing where I am now. I agree with you 100%. I, I, I see your points in that. Sorry, Pedro. I, I see your points in the in that rebuttal, but I'm not saying... And, and again, I do apologize. I didn't want it to, to seem like, oh, no, fuck you, you're a, a fanboy. I'm just saying... The, the, way, the way I was looking at it is, well, I'm not saying, like, restart, you know, all of your, your progress on, like, the Xbox, right? Because to me, like, I mean, it just... Speaking from experience, I've never really cared for the game of score on Xbox nor the the trophies on PlayStation. They're nice things to have, and they both do them differently, and they both do them very well. Um, but I'm looking at it from just a different experience perspective. Like to say that, like, because uh, like me, you know, having had both and having played both, not because I've had the luxury. Uh, you know, I'm, I I don't say that as if like, oh yeah, I got them brand new. No, I got them all like janky and used and fucked up, but I was still able to have those experience. It's, it's just nice to know that like, Oh, there are those options. 
why not try, at least for me, which is my argument, is why not try to get both experiences for specific games? And I don't know if that stems from just me being like loving the fact that there are more exclusive games on one than the other. And that, you know, as an example, um, like you mentioned, The Last of Us and Spider-Man and stuff, and, and PlayStation has a bunch of exclusive games that because of them, I wanted that console and I got it. Uh, and that, But then on Xbox, there's Halo, there's Gears of War, there's a bunch of other games that I, I've played since childhood that I, I still want to play on those on those on that console, which is my point is like there's just, I guess as as a gamer, like with that perspective, and I know you have this, uh, you know, we've, we've I think all of us have it. We want to I think we should strive for different console uh, exp- you know, we should we should we should aim for that. Right. And and what I was trying to say earlier was basically I 100% agree with Joel in the sense of, you know, credit where credit's due. There are points to both consoles that you do want to experience and, you know, you, you give them credit for. But the reason I want to get both is exactly for what Diego said. There's exclusives on both titles that I'm interested in. And the way that I see it, by all means, when I said that I was getting both, I'm not pre-ordering both at the same day. I'm not going to get them, you know, when they hit the shelves. I'm going to get the PS5 first. Because obviously that's where that's the side that I'm on with this current gen, um, but I, it's not to say that I'm not going to hustle a guy on offer up to get it for for the way low, and then say I don't like it. Cool beans, I give it off to the next person, and you know hopefully not spend any money on it at the end of the day. Yeah, um, I agree with where Diego stated that, um, you know it's it's good to experience what's out there, and I definitely agree with that. I. I myself happen to be a very impulsive buyer. I will, if I see something that I like, I will buy it. But for some reason with games and especially with console, because it's just been such a big part of me growing up. I feel like if I'm not completely swept by a service and I will give you an example, I wasn't completely swept when I had recently bought a Nintendo switch. It, it almost felt very gimmicky for me. It's like, um, it almost like hey, I initially I bought it to play with you guys. And then you guys bought the PS5, so that that functionality of oh, hey PS4, I'm PS4. Damn, dude, the PS5 is lit. <laughs> yeah, the, the functionality <laughs> that I had bought the Switch for, which was initially to play games with you guys, almost completely disintegrated once you guys got the same console that is like my home turf, the one that I'm comfortable with. So it was, I'm like, there's just no reason for me to keep the Switch because I, I'm i not very big on Nintendo games. Um, I I didn't, I can't say that I definitely grew up with Mario. I, I'm very familiar with Mario, but I, I wasn't a kid who was so into everything Mario. So when I got the Nintendo Switch and I, and I never felt that swept feeling that I wanted to feel, I that's why I sold it. I was like... Yeah, this isn't a good investment. I'm not using it. And it didn't serve the initial purpose that I bought it for. And I feel like if I bought another console and I didn't invest the time for it, then I myself, as a customer and as an investor of my time, I can't justify buying a console, a new console. So this has nothing to do with, well, it does have something to do with what you said. 
I mean, I, I, you, you, earlier we mentioned that we loved Pokemon. You say you love Pokemon Platinum. I like Pokemon Soul Silver. I when love Pokemon. The, exactly. When the Switch came out, I'll agree. There was no Pokemon games up, up until last year when Let's Go Pikachu came out. So for me, I had to resort back to Mario. And I've found games on the Switch that I still play right now. I play Mario Odyssey on the day, almost on the daily, just because it's my favorite Mario game, period. But where I felt like you may have, I understand that you said that it wasn't a great investment. I agree because you did buy it just to play Mario Kart with us. And I appreciated that. Um, But I felt like had you maybe given Pokemon Sword and Shield a try, maybe given Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu a try or possibly a Zelda Breath of the Wild a try, you may have actually liked to have the Switch and, you know, maybe those games swept you in that sense. And that's the goal that I want to have. I want to be swept again, hopefully, because Diego hypes up Halo so much. I want to give it a shot. So I will I will get the Xbox just yeah. to give it that shot. Pedro, just to re-add to that, I, I agree. Had I played Pokemon, I probably would have invested more time into it. But me personally, knowing the nature It's funny because... Uh, what was that? What's yeah, that? So what I was going to say is, knowing the, the nature of Pokemon, there's there's a point where it almost wraps up. You you play the game and then you're kind of done with it. So I I'm in that sense of the games that I like that there's always like a never-ending thrill to it or a quest. Like for example, Call of Duty. You could continue playing Call of Duty. Yes, it's the same thing, but there's kind of no end to it. And there is that for Call of Duty or sorry, <laughs> for for Pokémon. So I think that's why I didn't want to play it because I knew I knew the outcome already. Right, and I, I agree. Um, the only reason I still find hope in Pokemon is just because I love battling so much. So I, I'm constantly trying to get a perfect team. Um, hey, you do beat my ass a few times today. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll agree with you in that sense. I understand that you know maybe Pokemon would have would have capped at one point, um, but again, I, I, I'm just saying I agree with both of you. You guys both have reasons. In terms of this upcoming console war, I uh, games are badass. Games are great. Games are great. And see, this is what I love is that whether it's a you know like you know heated discussion or whatever you know a at the very you know at the beginning like the you know looking back at our childhoods and stuff like at the end of the day, games are fucking great. Games are fucking great. And yeah, I'm, I'm 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 excited for this new generation, and I'm especially excited to uh, share it with with y'all. Absolutely, games do nothing but good for the world. Yeah, it's going to be a a fun uh, 2021 after a hopefully really shitty 2020. So let's just hope it it ends here, and then we can continue with the next chapter, which is gaming in 2021. Watch us oh, watch- 2020. I'm kidding. <laughs> Part two. Okay. Part two, baby. <laughs> fucking bitch about how we were just bitching about download times. Watch the next gen give us like four days of trying to download Cold War. I, I shit you not. I'm calling it right now. now. I'm calling it now. There will be games 500 gigabytes plus, And I really hope that uh, I, I'm wrong about this. But at the end of the life cycle of the PS5, X, whatever, the next gen uh, Xbox, that there probably will be a series of game or something on the stores to download that is a one terabyte. We're going to get the petabytes. We're going to get the petabytes. I want it so I can bad. Shit. 
I wanted uh, to share with you guys that the size in games actually might go down. And that's due to the the nature Compression, of Compression, baby. Op- optimization. And, well, yes, yes, but r- more in the sense that... So, hard drives have to spin. There is a delay. It, For example, if you are on the opposite end, or the, the read head is on the opposite end of a platter, and the information is right there, and you need it now. Like, let's say you're playing GTA, and you're fucking driving fast as hell, and... You you need to generate a stop sign, for example. And let's say the stop sign is on, on the on the opposite end of the platter. That's not good because you need to generate it now, instantaneously. So and what happens? So what happens is that game developers actually add multiple copies of stop signs. So stop signs could actually exist twelve times inside the disc, thus inflating the amount of size needed. But with SSDs, you only need one copy because it's read and write. And if the game says, yo, SSD, I need a, I need a stop sign. Give me a stop sign. It's going to give it a stop sign. But unlike a hard drive, it has to physically spin. So it's going to actually reduce the size of games. I hope so. Because goddamn. Yeah. That would be just ideal. A little, just a little math and engineering there. It should be math. It should be math. It should be fucking amazing because for the first <laughs> time, this you know consoles are gonna ship out with like the 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 best uh, storage device you know that we currently have PC. In well, at least world. for the PS Five, but I, I believe that the Xbox also has um an SSD that yes. matches PCIe yes. Gen Four, which yes. it's you know it's insane. PCs don't even have this yet. Well, there is some drives already out, but they're stupid expensive. And it's just not worth it just doing that upgrade for that speed. But okay. um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it for the night, right? I mean, I went through a couple of beers. I was actually kind of stunned out. It's not stunned out, kind of buzzed out. Dang, stoned too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Bugging out. Goddamn. Yeah, what, what was I He's doing? about to shoot up too if, if we keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's yeah, fucking wearing uh, off, isn't it, Caesar? <laughs> Need another hit. Fucking junkie. Anyways, Jesus Christ. You guys are just making me sound like a fucking junkie. I do not do drugs, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Right, I'm really, drugs yeah. are cool. I'm doing drugs right now. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Caesar's, Caesar the junkie. All right. It's a thing now. Jesus Christ, man. All right. It's been a fun night. Um, anything you guys want to say to the audience before we head out? Um, if you if you have any any needs for uh, heroin and cocaine, please. Jesus Christ, I fucking knew it. Fucking knew it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. All right, follow us on uh, Instagram at Chella Podcast. No, I Chella Chella you Podcast. already you already fucked it up at Chella Time Podcast. Come on, Caesar. Yeah, uh, I think he already shot up. <laughs> he's dead. He's fucking Look dead. at this food right now. I muted myself. Oh my god. No. I thought I, I said it right. I got the Instagram tag right. I just didn't say at, okay? I said follow us on Instagram, you know, channel time podcast. That's our tag. So I got it right. You fucks. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Thanks for joining everyone. Bye.